Welcome to 3Talk, coaching conversations for modern day living. With backgrounds in business, marketing and teaching, Susie, Lucia and Fleur bring you tips and tools to help you live the life you want to live. 3Talk, transforming lives for the better. Hello everybody and welcome back to 3Talk. Today we've got an episode for you that talks about the fear of missing out, or more precisely, the joy of missing out. So you would probably have heard about FOMO, which as I said, is the fear of missing out. This is um, an apprehension that others might be having rewarding experiences from which you're absent. And it can create social anxiety and is also characterized by that desire to stay continually connected with what others are doing. FOMO is also defined as a fear of regret which may lead to a compulsive concern that one might miss an opportunity for social interaction, a novel experience, a profitable investment, or other satisfying events. In other words, FOMO perpetuates the fear of having made the wrong decision on how to spend time, since you can imagine how things could be different. And to be honest, this happens to all of us. Like, how many times have you found yourself trap on your Facebook or Instagram feed, scrolling till your eyeballs are swelling or your fingers are hurting, or worse, till remorse, belittling and dead of comparison take a toll on you and you can't take it anymore. Constantly checking your social media feed, frantically typing away in the hopes that you're noticed, or checking how many likes, comments or shares you get is not only not beneficial, is an addiction and ultimately leads to anxiety, depression, and overall unhappiness. What do you make of this, Fleur? Yeah, I think it goes back to that um, feeling of not being good enough. So you're always looking outside of yourself for self-validation. So if you're not at that event or you're not at those drinks, you can feel that you're missing out because you're not connected to those people. And I think we are tribal and as tribal people, we feel that we always need to be in a group to feel good. But we do need to be conscious about what we do and how we spend our time, what groups we spend our times with, I think. And I would say one important thing to remember is that sometimes Instagram, Facebook, the people you follow paint a very different picture to what the reality is. Do not forget that what you see on screen is a piece of reality or a tinted piece of reality that somebody decides to share with the world, but it doesn't necessarily represent or reflect all the other things that are happening inside or out that somebody's world. So that debt of comparison to something that may or not be real, it should always be taken with a pinch of salt. Now, Enough of talking about the FOMO, we are here to talk to you about something far more enjoyable, which is JOMO, or else known as the joy of missing out. Um, And this happens when you are enjoying what you're doing, in the here, in the now, and not on social media, broadcasting or seeing what everybody else is doing. It is essentially about being present and being content with where you are in life. This Jomo allows us to be who we are in the present moment, which is, to be honest, the secret to finding happiness. 
Because when you free up that competitive and anxious space in your brain, you have so much more time, energy and emotion to conquer your true priorities. So, for example, what sorts of things would you do more of if you were in this Jomo? How can you keep reinforcing this behavior? Well, we've got five tips for you today. Number one is my time, my priority. Be intentional with your time and schedule things that are important to you. Whether this is me time, as we have said before, or meeting up with friends or family, but be really aware and be really conscious of time. Um, and if you can actually track the time you spend on social media and then allow yourself to be mastering that time doing something else that you keep saying or thinking, I want to do and see what that, you know, what difference that makes. I think that's a really good point about scheduling. I know I look at my diary at the start of the week and I, I actually put in my joy times daily because I think if we are living more in joy, then we have more energy to do uh, the tasks that are a little bit more difficult that might move us forward. Because let's face it, we can't just do things that are comfortable all the time. And I think that joy every day is so important to make us feel that our life has more meaning than doing just doing chores or jobs or uncomfortable things. So the joy is the opposite to the living kind of in fear that we're missing out. Mm, I completely agree. Number two is be in the present. And I just teased uh, at it when we were just introducing today's episode. But part of the issue with FOMO is that you spend your time wishing away your time, wishing you were doing something different, feeling differently, or being with someone different. Well, how about you start living in the present, enjoying what you do right now? enjoying with whom you are right now and also allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling in this moment and just flow with it you have had some great news then call your friends and go celebrate have you had a bad day then take it as it is be kind to yourself and relax just learn to ride those waves as they come don't go don't return necessarily to social media to celebrate that you're having something good happening to you or something bad happening to you and to escape your mind. Realise that the outside world is also there for you. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think probably one of people's biggest problems of why they're not really enjoying what is, and I'm guilty of this too, is we're programmed to look for danger. This is our survival technique. So a lot of us are not living in the now as we're too busy surviving. And this takes all the joy out of life. We think if we don't do this, 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 and this, then our world is going to collapse and we don't give ourselves time for joy as we're kind of always planning what we should do next so that our future looks better. But when does that future actually come? And I think there's, there's a great TED talk about this called destination addiction. Like when we get there, we'll be happier. When we, when we get the big house, we'll have more joy. When we get the perfect relationship, we'll spend more time having fun. When we get the perfect car, then we'll be happy. But does that actually ever really happen? So being happy on the journey. So not being in survival all the time, just taking that time to enjoy life. 
Oh, I love that flow. And I do, I do resonate with that. Like life is a journey, not a destination. I think, as you say, we sometimes quite confuse both terms. So on to tip number three, and I know this might be a controversial one, but be tech free. What I mean with this is, A, have a look at that social media feed and start thinking of who you follow and why. And to be honest, if whomever you're following is not giving you that good feeling, is not bringing a smile to your face, unfollow. There's no loyalty here. Get them out. But also, it is about when you're meeting someone or when you're at home with your family or friends, put your phones away. Do not check them. Do not have that distraction. Look into each other's eyes, look into each other's faces, really listen and pay attention to what others are saying and doing. It links back to the number two and being be the present, but this really is allowing you to be in the present because I think we have become so used to have the phones with us wherever we go and to check them every couple of minutes because somebody might have contacted us that we, stop, we forget who we are with. And this is one of the most important things to achieve that happiness and to achieve that joy. Be tech free. It also lowers your dopamine if you think of your, your brain, if it's always looking for something on social media, it is draining the good energy, the good dopamine that you need to experience joy. And I found this with my girls. They're now all got iPhones and they're always happy to be at home doing things. But when they see on social media or on TikTok or one of the apps that they're on, house party, and they see their friends having fun or being together, they automatically feel sad that they're not there, which is fine to feel sad. But then they add a negative story to it. The story might be that they don't like me as much because I'm not involved in this TikTok or I'm not involved in this house party. Where actually the story could be, you know, these kids are just having a play day. They don't have to add a negative story to it. It's the same as when we see our friends having a holiday. If we're busy working, we might feel sad that we're not on holiday, which is fine. But if then we add an emotional negative story to it that we're never on holiday, it can make us feel really negative and, and drain our joy. Instead of, we could say, oh, isn't it great that we're on holiday? And it could inspire us to save or book a holiday. So it's often about the stories we tell ourselves. So even when we do have tech, be careful about how you engage with it. So now on to number four, which is boundaries. Establish your own boundaries and stick with them. You need to learn to say no and know that no is a full and valid answer. And this links back to that bit that we were saying, like, you know, when you fear that you're missing out on something, you may tend to say yes to going to places or doing things that you actually don't want to. And it may seem like the right thing to say or do at the time because you want to be involved. Uh, but in the longer term, or once you finish that activity, you realize that you did not want to do that. You wanted to be on your own or going somewhere else. So understand that, you know, saying no to things is actually fine. And it will be hard to do it the first time, but once you've made people aware of how you want to be treated or the things that you will or will not tolerate, then it will be easier for you. And this is 
you know, this is something that will really help you protect yourself and your energy. Especially women, they find it hard to set those boundaries because we're kind of brought up to want to care for other people and we don't want to feel that we're letting people down. But I think if we don't follow our boundaries, then we'll never live in our values. So, for example, if you're va- one of your values is health and ambition, you're not going to be healthy if you go to the pub three nights a week because you've been invited. You're not going to be meet your um, work goals if every lunchtime, if you're offered to meet someone for lunch, you stay an hour longer than you're supposed to. So once you're very intentional about what your values are, it's, I think it's easier to set your boundaries because you know what, how you want your life to play out. And now the last one that we have for you today, number five, is be real. And we mean this in all aspects. That means spending time with real people, family, getting real experiences like going to museums, cinemas, walks, cafes. But also being honest with yourself, being true and real about what you want, how you want it, and when you want it. It's about understanding you and your needs to be able to act upon them. Yeah, I think this is really important. I think that's why it is important that we have that time alone and time not when we're not with others so we can really get really clear with our intuition and really listen to it. I think if we have that time out, we start to know what feels right because I think our brain can trick us, our heart can blind us, but our gut instincts is a very good indication sometimes of what we should and shouldn't be doing. And let's face it, when we take time out and do those lovely things like cafes, cinemas, walks, retreats, there's still a place left on our retreat if anyone wants it. Please get in contact June the 12th to the 14th. When we do those lovely things and we have that time out, we really do connect with who we are and what we really want. Yeah, and I think you mentioned something key there, apart from the retreat, uh, is connect. And is the connection. Because I do think that connecting with yourself, as you mentioned, is a key thing. But also connecting with others and understanding that reality that once again goes beyond what you see on screen can really help you bring perspective, can really help you widen your horizons and widen the way you see the world and you see others and really get to understand that, you know, we've got many different aspects and we've got many different facets and you might be struggling in one area, but some of this might be going great. So it does also help you step out of that me, 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 problem, problem, problem zone and get you to freshen up and refresh the ideas and regain that perspective. So being real and being in connection with people is definitely a necessity in channeling that joy, I would say. So we hope that these five tips have helped you a little bit in understanding what the joy of missing out is about. And remember that, you know, after all, if you're happy with what you have, what you need, there is no need for comparing yourself to others or for having to be anywhere else. You are who you are and do what you do because you love it and there is no better way 
of living, that loving what you do and loving who you are. So we are hoping that this helps you get there a little bit more. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode. And if you have done, we would be very thankful if you can share with uh, some others so they can also appreciate us. We also appreciate if you could leave us a message or a comment or a review on iTunes. That review would be great. And please don't hesitate to join us back again next week. We look forward to having you here. Have a good week all. Bye-bye.